Hey, beautiful people. Once again, hello. Hi. Doesn't that song just warm your spirits? It certainly does to me. And I feel really good after, like, hearing that little bit. Just get that little head bob, like, Muppet show kind of thing going on. Yeah, that's what I like. Hey, so, um, things that are new and stuff with the, the gospel according to stupid. Um, I've edited a bit of my Patreon page. Um... Which is cool, I guess. Um, made myself a little bit more available. I think I took myself off the explicit stuff just because it was like, are you naked on Patreon? And I'm like, oh, that's that's what that meant by explicit? No, I'm, I mean, I mean, you guys don't know, but I'm not. Now. Um, and I changed around some of the numbers and stuff. So it's hopeful that you guys can hope and find me. And if you're like, yeah, buck, why not? Um... It'd be really appreciated. I have like a dollar all the way to like the biggest pledge you can give is like ten grand or something like that. Which, wow, that's that'd be stupid insane. But you know, have whatever. Um, I got stuff on there like ah oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, let's see for for a buck, it's just like hey, good good job, yay, a dollar, yay, thanks, buddy. Um. For five, I thank you personally. For like ten, I send you a thank you card written by me. So it'll probably have all sorts of just weird handwriting and be like, I can't even fucking read this. Uh, if you do 20 bucks a month, which is... Uh, what is it? What did I put on here? Oh, you uh, you become like a co-producer on here. And uh, every month I'll make up a deed that you did um, uh, for the podcast. Which could be anything. Could be anything at all. Could be something about, like, saving fire cats out of a... Not fire. I fucked that up. Okay, so cats out of a fire. You know, or it could be, you know, you punched an old lady. But you know what, that old lady? She's not a woman, man. She's a man, man. And then you save my life from being gunned down in the middle of the street by some geriatric woman with a walking cane. I was so much energetic before this whole thing. My brain was moving and firing and stuff and then I got behind the microphone and it <laughs> got dumb. Um, anyway, 25 uh, a month, you get uh, uh, best person of the month, which is, I get one, I only get one of those a month. Uh, you know, so, who knows, it might just be one person going like, I, do, I am the best! And then I'll probably make up some sort of deed with that. If you do 50, uh, I'll read out uh, your own cry for help. Uh, uh, one in one episode. I might want to change that. I'll change that to a couple. Um, and you get a choice of where you get... Oh, I see. Um, I'll give you two mentions a month. So, like, bi-weekly. You know? So, like, week one and week three or week two and week four or whatever but you get you know a mention you know you get your message you get whatever you want uh you know provided you guys are sensible about the time i'm not going to read like the first chapter of harry potter and put it on here it can't happen i'm sorry as much as i want to i really wish you could i can't it just can't happen man um anyway so 75 you get your ad your note the same basic idea um but you know you get in each podcast you get your ad in each one, you know, which is super cool. So, um, if you think that's worth it to you, you know, hey, man, 75 bucks for advertising to <laughs> amount of people, uh, my way worth your time. Um, and I have it on my SoundCloud stuff, and I think you can search me up on the Patreon page, The Gospel According to Stupid, and it should pop up with me on there, and it should be very familiar uh, logos and things like that, and what have you. And holy crap, we went up all the way to uh, number 10. Uh, this Tuesday. We're on episode 11 here, and it's going to be awesome. And I think after this, I'm going to start putting whatever title I feel like putting on this stuff. Um, I mean, I'll still put the chapter numbers and things, but I, I'll probably put like quotations and whatever I can come up with on the fly about like the uh, the title of these two two stories and things. So, yeah. What else is new? Um, hmm. I don't know. That's that's about it. I'm I'm working in the evenings and that's taking up most of my time. So I gotta I gotta get up early by my standards, uh, but not by a lot of people's standards. There's some people who uh, at my job who have to get up at four in the morning just to get to work at five so that they can get off of work by the time I'm starting work and and it's a mess. 
But, you know, when I get up at like, you know, 8.30 and go like, oh, God, after being up till one o'clock doing things, then, you know, it, it balances itself a little, you know, a bit. I mean, I don't stay up till one o'clock working. I mean, I, well, I was working yesterday on, on audiobook stuff, but um, not that I'm at a place working and whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, I get to do my podcasts in the morning times, which is probably why my brain stuff doesn't really work that well. And why most podcasty people post their things like, you know, in the evening or they're in the afternoon after they grab lunch and after a couple of meetings going, okay, we're going to talk about this and that. And we're going to invite this special person on here that we know that'll boost our ratings and, and stuff and things. And uh, life is tough. Anywho, I think that's just about it. Um, yeah, that's all that's new with John. So let's dive back in, man. Let's go back into Genesis. We're almost going to be, have, I think after this, Maybe, uh, depending on how the chapters kind of go, we're going to be either one chapter away from being halfway through Genesis or, uh, you know, uh, again, depending, uh, we're going to be just on or a little bit past halfway. Holy crap. We went through one major adventure, didn't we? We went through some craziness. And I'm really thinking, you know, we should, I should have done this before, but had like God is good and God is bad scorecard somewhere. And so far, I mean... God's making up for his stuff, but there, there were, he's got some definite negatives going for him. Um, should have been keeping up with this. So, um, yeah. Oh, well. It's a thing. You know, I'm going to say, I'll keep some sort of counter. I'll just, you know, mark it, and we'll, we'll go from there. So far, I think it's, you know, uh, what has he done? So, let's see. God's uh, banished Adam and Eve, but Adam and Eve did the thing that he said not to do. And, you know, whatevs, but there was a punishment on top of being exiled that kind of sucked, so I'm going to mark that as God is bad, but, you know, you kind of fucked up, so that one, that one's the handicap, that one has the leeway, you know. <clears throat> um, the flood, but apparently no one was listening to him, so he wanted to kill everybody the second time around. I'm going to put that as a God is bad thing, just to say, but, you know, he made a, he made a little covenant thing, so God is good. So now, even even at least with a handicap of one on the bad side. Um, I'm not sure about the circumcision thing. Uh, you know, just, you know, I thought maybe if you had to get that stuff in your later life, maybe you could view it. But, you know, if you get it as a kid going, I'm eight days old, I don't have any memory until I hit like two, <clears throat> you can do whatever. So I'm not going to mark that one. Uh, oh, yeah, the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing. But Sodom was a pretty shitty place to begin with, um, I guess, as well as Gomorrah. <laughs> Fuck that place. And most of the people living there. Um, so there, eh, there's not a whole lot, I guess, but there's, there's moments of, like, huh, wrath. Um, he did bless a bunch of folks being like, you're my peeps, so now he's one up on the good side. Um, did tell Abraham to kill his son... And then kind of backed out of that particular thing as like a test or some such. I'm going to put that on bad. So once I think the score is like two, maybe three on bad. And then uh, like two on God is good. So he's he likes to even the playing field. You never really know. You never really know if he's just being vengeful or being just a good around guy. Or if he's rewarding you for just doing your your life and and such. Um, yeah, I'll mark that down. What are we at? Two and two? Okay. Um, that's easy to remember. I'll write that down on my little whiteboard nearby here. Okay, so Genesis chapter 23. Here we go, deep into the abyss of Genesis. All right, let's see. Um, and Sarah was 107, what, was 107 and 20 years old. All right. These were the years of the life of Sarah. All right, cool. And Sarah died. What the shit? We're starting with death? What a... Ah, okay. And Sarah died in Kerjatharba. Kerjatharba. The same as Hebron in the land of Canaan. I guess it's a different language barrier, maybe. Uh, and Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Hmm. I liked Sarah. She was all right. 
I mean, you know, she just wanted her uh, her, uh, her husband to have a son, and she she wasn't having any of that, and it wasn't her fault. And then this whole deal with uh, Hagar, you know, that whole business, um, that was kind of lame and whatnot, because then she kind of got all jealous and things, and God still blessed everybody. And then at 107 or whatever, she she produces Isaac. Um, and then, and that's impressive. And she, she went on for what, another 20 years after that, watching over little Isaac, a hundred and some odd year old woman, just chasing around this rambunctious little Isaac who gets taken away by his father at some point toward the mountains and then has this post-traumatic stress syndrome at like the age of like nine. And then just goes like, you know what, he was going to put me he was going to light me on fire, and it was not going to be a fun time. And probably in those days, beyond like, you're lucky you're still alive. Be thankful, you little shit, because you've been a pain in my ass the entire time. In fact, I wish Abraham did slaughter you. Now go and do the dishes. Maybe that's just the house I was raised in. I don't know. Right, Abraham is uh, uh, mourning, Sarah. Right, and Abraham stood up from before his dead and spake unto the sons of Heth, Heth? Um, sons of Heth. Who are they? All right, well. Uh, hey, sons of Heth, who happen to be nearby, uh, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my lord. Thou art a mighty prince among us. In the choice of our sepulchres, bury thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee this sepulchre, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. What a great deal. I mean, also, I mean, it's doubtful that... I'm not, hmm. My thought was at first going like, if you own great tracts of land and some guy is just like, hello, um, I'd really like it if I could just bury my wife here. Most folks will be like, um, sure, I guess, whatever, do what you think. But this is if you have wide tracts of land, not if you have some, like, middle income, like, I, okay, but, you know, the rose garden's here, and the, and the flowers there, and the, and the grass is there, we're trying to put another thing there, I mean, don't put her there, that's where the eventual pool's gonna go, um, so, but these guys seem to be pretty nomadic, I mean, right? So it's kind of honorable that the person who's talking to God about like every other Tuesday um, has his wife buried on your land. Kind of nice. I mean, that's something you can wave at the neighbors. That's a something. That's a Christmas decoration that nobody can beat. Hey, do you have the wife of Abraham buried in your front lawn? I didn't think so, Jerry. I didn't think so. You're a piece of shit. Now go back inside, and I'm gonna put some stuff on the walls, and I'm gonna make this a damn good Christmas before Christmas happens. And we haven't gotten to Jesus yet. That's why they would. Yeah. Um, for now, let's assume there was a. Very wintry, yay God day. I, I'm, we're going to have a very wonderful yay God day. You know what? And I'm going to put up 12 more decorations in you, inside and out. Fuck you, Jerry. Or whatever. Um, so, Sarah's dead. Sarah got buried. Very sad days. Um, and Abram stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat for me to Ephron, the son of Zohar. Ephron, huh? All right. That he may give me the cave of Machpelah. Mach Machpelah. 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 Which he hath, which is in the end of his field. As for as much money as it is worth, he shall give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. I'm going to bury her in that cave on uh, Ephron, son, Ephron, son of Zohar's place. Um, and great. It's a, I hope it's a, it must be a really nice cave. Must have been. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite, 
uh, answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Hath, even of all that went in at the gate of his city, saying, Nay, my lord, hear me, the field give I thee, and the cave that is therein I give it thee. In the presence of the sons of, of my people give I it thee, bury thy dead. Oh, so he's like, yeah, just bury her anywhere, man. Like, put her in the cave, put her in the day, put her in the fucking watchtower. I don't give a shit. Go for it. Yay. Uh, and Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land. And he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me, I will give thee money for the field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. I think we're at a, either I'm at a misunderstanding, but they seem to be like, yeah, bury her there. But I'm going to give you money. Bury her on my land. But I'm going to give you money for the land. Bury your wife, which at that point, I'm guessing he's literally going to buy Ephron's field and cave entirely. Oh, gee, what a fucking financial move that is. Being like, huh, my wife's dead. I need your farm and your cave and your house. No, we don't know about the house yet. He's probably going to demolish it. Um, is that what he's doing? Or is he just like, I, you know, he's just trying to pay for, trying to be a good person, being like, hey, I, you know, I'm taking a piece of your land. And, you know, I, what is that worth to you, you know? Um, and Ephron answered Abram, uh, saying unto him, My lord, hearken unto me. The land is worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. Shekels, huh? And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron, and Abraham weighed to Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth. Four hundred shekels of silver, current money with the merchant. All right. So, all right. I guess we're going to find out if this was, he just bought a place for her to be buried or the entire Ephron of Zohan's estate. And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, in the field uh, the field and the cave which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field that were in the borders round about were made sure unto Abraham for a possession in the presence of his children of Heth before all that went at, in at the gate of his city. So this guy bought this fucker's land to bury his wife, which I mean, I guess it's a fair trade, but it's kind of a... It's very strange, right? Like, um, there uh, there seems to be some weird double dealing in this doesn't there doesn't there seem to be a little bit of weirditudes with this whole madness like something's fucky here guys something's real fucky about Ephron of Zohan and and it's just it's I mean 400 shekels I don't know what that comes out to man like we're talking inflation of several centuries hundred centuries here man like old shit I don't know how much a shekel is worth. Hell, a shekel could be like a month's worth of work. A shekel could be worth a fucking car. That could have worked out really well. Or it could be worth like a buck. 400 bucks for uh, my field and, and that cave over yonder. And 400 shekels will pretty much set me up for whatever I need to do and buy me a new tent or hut or whatever the fuck they're building then. And uh, Abraham seems to be just like... He calls him out, man. It's not just like, no, no, my lord, bury her on mine, bury her on mine. He's like, and you. He pulls a Negan, man. He pulls a full-on, like, eeny, meeny, miny, Ephron of Zohan. All right, that's you, buddy. And your field in your cave. Yep, that's mine now. How much is that going to cost me? And 400 shekels. All right, 400 shekels. Patink, 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 and then... There it goes. Now, he seems pretty cool with the whole thing, so I can't imagine anybody's really too scorned about this, but it just seems strange to me. Just a thought. Um, all right. Go Abraham. He's, uh, he now has some real estate, I guess. Uh, and after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, uh, the same as Hebron in the land of Canaan, and the field and the cave that is therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heath. Heth. So I'm still. We don't really know if he just bought the land to be like, yeah, you can bury her on here for four hundred shekels, 
or you know, deciding whether it's the field or the cave, or Abraham now owns a field in a cave and just so happens to have his wife buried on it that he doesn't really want to see. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Uh, Sarah's buried now. Okay. Let's see. Um, all right, we're moving on to the next chapter. Uh, I probably would have thrown some sort of message or uh, something in between there. And in fact, I probably can. Um, I'm not sponsored by Audible, but I certainly work for those crazy people, and they're pretty cool. So if you like hearing my voice and not just my, this is just my normal one. Um, if you like hearing me actually reading stuff that someone else wrote that doesn't have my stupid little notes in here and things that I'm reading and, um, things that are literally coming into my head as they come in there, then, uh, you guys should check out Audible. You like listening to my voice, right? Well, I've got about 30 some odd audiobooks on there and it's freaking awesome. If you write in Jonathan Waters on there, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-W-A-T-E-R-S, Holy crap balls, you're going to find stuff that you never thought you needed in your life before. And I imagine that they have some sort of deal, probably on some other podcast, that you get an entire something free, man. Like, I know WTF has stuff, Grace Helbig, all those fun folks. They have stuff that you can just be like, hey, man, I want to get a free hoop-a-doop. Well, maybe you should use their code and then, holy crap, get one of my kick-ass books. Because some of them, I'm going to tell you right now, are pretty kick-ass. No, I didn't read anything from James Patterson, but who needs that guy? Who needs that aged and overly prolific dude um, when you got some of the books that I've done? Okay, like Berserker. That one was pretty kick-ass. The Silver Serpent. Uh, Rise and Fall. Super awesome. And then some of our ladies' favorite, Dragon Knight Sword. Holy crap, do you like Highland people? Do you like people with swords swinging at people? And do you like girls who, who like Highland guys and happen to be in a romance of some sort? And they go on about and some people get shattered into a million pieces in a grove while he slowly removes his, uh, what is that called, a, a kilt? I think it was a tabar, but then no, that's like the thing you wear on your shirt. Anyway, um... Yeah, I got all sorts of stuff on there, and it's super awesome, super rad. Um, if you feel the need, feel so inclined, it it's there for you, man. It's there. You can get Johnny Waters all the time. You can get that kid John just constantly in your earballs. And I, I mean, I'm I have to live with me, so I, I get that all the time. But maybe you can. Maybe that's something that you need. Maybe that's something you want in your life. You don't have enough podcast episodes up, John. I can't. This only fills up about a day's worth of work. You son of a bitch. God, you're just so selfish. Why do you have to live a life instead of doing your damn podcast all the damn time? Oh, I don't know. I really don't. I need to make money somehow. All right. That's enough of that ad. All right. Genesis chapter 24. Yeah, we're moving right along. Okay. Um, and Abraham was old. Yes. And well stricken in age. I bet. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. All things. Hmm. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house, that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Um, is he standing, sitting? I, um, I think my first thought after, like, yeah, but put thy hand under my thigh would probably be going, like, what am I looking for under here? Because last time we did this, I, I discovered a real messy surprise. <laughs> uh, poop jokes. And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughter's Unto uh, t will not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. Okay. So the servant person takes Abraham by the thigh, ugh, under his thigh, ugh, um, Ugh. And and I need you to swear 
that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the... Okay, so you need to swear that my son's not going to take a wife that is of the Canaanites. I need you to go out of this country and find a wife for my son Isaac. Got it. Okay, can do. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abraham said unto him, Beware thou that thou bring not my son hither, thither again. Hmm. Seems that uh, if, if Isaac leaves, he's gone forever. Okay. I'm, I guess it's or just be like no 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 just just bring bring uh, bring her here that'll be easier uh, I guess um the Lord God of heaven which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred which spake unto me and that swear unto me saying unto thy seed will I give this land he shall send his angel before thee and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence and if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. Um. Okay, you know what? I was I was raised on the whole Shakespeare bit and whatnot, but I I I think I need to look up thither. Thither, uh, to or toward that place. Okay. So. Only bring not my son toward that place again. That place? I mean, maybe there's probably other countries being like, okay, we're going to go to uh, North Country. All right, we're gonna, and there was nary a bitch to be found there. Uh, that you can put to my son Isaac. All right, we went to the East Country, and there was no ladies there. We will nary go thither again to those places. We will not go toward those places, for they will not be blessed by the Lord. Um, I guess that's how I'm reading it. That's how I, that's what I'm figuring. Um, seems to make sense, I guess. Uh, and the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and sware to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed, for all the good of his master were in his hands. And, and he arose and went to Mesopotamia, unto the city of Nahor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of the water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water smart ladies to go out there in the evening because I bet it's hot as fuck out there and um, you know you don't want to do it in the middle of the afternoon you want to do it while the sun is setting sun is rising whatever because you don't want to do stuff and I imagine you want to do it while it's getting you know darker as opposed to it's getting lighter because you're going to be carrying that water jug and just going to get hotter and grocery and drink some of your own water as opposed to going to the well and being like shit it's getting colder colder by the step man fuck yeah um, that's what I imagine I don't know. There's probably a much smarter reason than, than that. Uh, and he said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day, and shrew kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. Ah, I see what he's doing. Ah, that's smart. Park yourself at the watering hole, and all the ladies that come moving, man, all them pretty girls. I'm just going to put my, hey, man, I just come down to this water well, you been here much? Oh, man. All right. Hey, you hang out here often? I'm here every day. I have to. Otherwise, we're going to starve and it's going to be terrible. All right. Super cool. I got 10 camels and a husband back home. Um, nah, I'm cool. Well, fuck you then. No, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, so anyway, um, cool. Um, oh, there's still more that he's trying to say. Uh, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she shall say, and she shall say. And then he's doing a scripted version of what this chicky doo is going to be saying. Uh, and she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast shewed kindness unto my master. This servant. Um, this servant seems kind of ballsy 
You know, like he seems like, hey, um, I'm ma- I'm making a deal with you, God. If you find some cheeky that says these lines, I'm gonna take her straight home. Just so you know, if you're watching over stuff, and uh, that'll all work out, man. It'll all come to come to pass. And maybe it's his own sort of test to be like, I need a girl that's gonna be like offering me drink as well as my camel's drink, and then be like, hey, I got a great husband for you. I really hope you're not taken. He's really pretty cool. He was going to be sacrificed when he was eight. He's a little bit older now, but he's uh, he seems to be all through that. You know, he's okay. But, uh, you know, I want to tell you about this kick-ass guy named God. Uh, he does not be fucked with. Do nary do you fuck with the Lord. It'll be bad times for everybody. Um, don't do it. So, uh, But, you know, hey, husband, husband material, you seem pretty. Let's go. Right? I don't know. Um, so, okay, I get it, but uh, I'm pretty sure God didn't want to be like, oh, wait, now I have to put a script in some random girl's head? Here. Her. Was she the right one? I, I don't care. He probably does. But it's funnier to me that he just goes like, I don't, why are you bothering me? You know. Uh, and it came to pass before he had done speaking that, behold, Rebecca came out, uh, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher upon her shoulder. All right, so we're getting into being like, wait, oh, they're cousins. They're motherfucking cousins. Um, hold on, wait, hold, wait. Rebecca came out, who was born to Bethuel, all right, uh, daughter of this dude, who was the son of Milcah. All right, we're moving up. Uh, the wife of Nahor. All right. Abraham's brother. Okay, Nahor is Abraham's brother. Okay, so we got Abraham's brother, and the son there, and the son there. Uh, so Bethuel's daughter, Rebecca. So it's this kind of... It's not cousin, but it's like cousin like three over or whatever. I guess. All right. Uh, And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. How does he know? Neither had any man known her, and she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. I'm assuming it just means that, like, she wasn't married. We assume. But, you know, who knows? Rebecca might have been, you know, having some fun. I don't know. Probably not, because in those days you probably were, like, you know, gutted like a fish at the time. Not a good thing to be like, you see what you get? Got it, I understand. Marry people first, got it. Uh, and the servant ran and to meet her and said, let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, drink, my lord. And she hastened and let, down, uh, let her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. What a kick-ass gesture, because I imagine ten camels are gonna drink a lot of water. Like a lot. Like, more than a gallon. Uh, And she hastened and emptied her pitcher in the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondered, uh, and the man, wondering at her, held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. You dense motherfucker! She just pretty much said exactly what you were like, God, if you get this girl to stay, meow, 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 this will all work out. And, you know, it's kind of still that hope being like, maybe I should have made like a couple more stipulations, you know, like maybe should have said like, I am the wife of Isaac, making it fucking clear that I should have, you know, picked up that one as opposed to this whole water drinking whatever dealio. But hey, you know what? I'm, he's just a servant. He's just a dude. You know, it seemed like a good idea. He's, I think he was just trying to be clever and, and it seemed to work out. But, you know, wondering if this is all going to be fruitious or not. Um, fruitious? Whatever. Um, seems a bit odd. Although this whole uh, little, little deal with God was kind of on his terms and his end, and he's not really telling anybody. It seemed like he was pretty well alone when he arrived to the well the first time. <sighs> and I mean, wondering is kind of maybe just a big, bigger word than I needed to be. And the man uh, hoped at her. 
hoped at her, held his peace, to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. Now, I mean, that, that kind of works out, being like, all right, I hope this works out. I mean, it's okay. But wondering, being like, uh-huh, ooh, it, mm, it just seems weird. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets of her hands of ten shekels weight of gold. Ah, okay. And said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? She said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. I don't need to know your family history. And she said moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord. Good for him. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who hath not left destitute, destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I, being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. All right. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. All right. Uh, and Rebecca had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw an earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words Rebekah, his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me. And he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house, and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender to the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have, mine er I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. All right, so uh, the brother comes out and goes, Hey, come on in here, man. It's super cool. And they got the camels set up, and the feet washing, and the... And the table was set, and, and the servant's like, yeah, I'll eat in a second, but i got to let you guys know why I'm here. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord hath blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. And he hath given him flocks, and herds, and silver, and gold, and manservants, and, and maidservants, and camels, and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he hath. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord, before I whom I walk, I will send his angel with thee, and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house." I guess. And then shalt thou be clear uh, from this my oath when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. Okay, I think I read too far too fast, but you know what? We're just going to run with it. And I came this day unto the well and said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, now if now thou do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I stand by a well of water. Oh, he's just retelling the whole fucking story. Uh, well of water come to pass that when the virgin cometh, uh, I didn't say virgin the first time, virgin cometh forth to draw the water and say to her, give me, I pray thee, a little water from thy pitcher to drink. Again, the virgin thing probably means that she was not married and it works out really pretty well and that sort of thing. Please, oh please, give some, uh, we need a virgin slash girl not married in this whole thing. And she say to me, drink, both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels, that the same be the woman whom the Lord hath appointed out of my master's son. And before I had done speaking in mine heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down unto the well and drew water. And I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste, and let down her pitcher from her shoulder, and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her, and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said to him, The daughter of Bethuel, her son, whose macabre to him, and he put an earring upon her face, and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down upon the head, and worshipped the Lord, and breathed the Lord, God, and Master Abraham. And then you showed up, and then we put out the meat, and then here we are. Ugh. Uh, which had led me in the right way to make take my master's brother brother master's brother's daughter unto his son. Okay, so they are cousins. 
And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Ooh, interesting. I like that. Should I go left or right on this one? Come on. I'll take the red pill, please. Or the blue pill. Blue pill. Uh, then Laban and, Beth, and Bethwell answered and said, Oh, the dad's there too, I guess. The thing proceedeth from the Lord. We cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Hmm. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord hath spoken. Uh, the Lord didn't really say. Abraham did, which I guess at this sort of juncture, it kind of becomes one and the same, which is probably why some guy gave up his house for 400 shekels, which is about, uh, what, like 40 bra uh, golden bracelets worth, which is, I mean, pretty good, I guess. I don't know how big the field was, or the cave, for that matter. Hmm. Maybe. And it came to pass that when... Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm. Did you all yawn, too? I don't know where that came from. Yawn. Okay, uh, and it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. Hmm. All right, here you go, dowry time. Uh, and they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and tarried all night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten. After that, she shall go. A week and a half? You just said I could take her now. Uh, and he said unto them, Hinder me not. Seeing the Lord hath prospered my way, send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. Smart. Ah, uh, we'll hear it from the horse's mouth at this point. Not that the girls are, da are, are horses, but that's the thing. Being like, uh, we'll hear it from her. And they called Rebecca and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. Sure, why not? Fuck it. I'm just going to get water and things. You want me to be a eventual basic queen of the land? I probably don't have to fetch water. I have this guy and probably a whole horde of others to fetch water for me. Fuck it. Why not? Let's go. And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. He brought people with him, apparently. Well, I guess why would you bring nine camels just to... Whatever. So, yeah, he's got nine other guys with him. Huh. It, uh, hmm. All right. This seems strange to me. It seems strange because we're going to go get you a wife. Me and nine other guys are going to go get her, and we're in this one place where we don't know if there's, you know, in the middle of a town, whatever. I mean, apparently there's people who come up to this well but then they're like, hey, we need a wife for my basic, quote-unquote, prince of the land. And me and these nine guys, and I assume they're not armed and probably wearing light cloth and being very peaceable. But still, nine guys showing up at your house going, hi, we'd like your daughter. Hmm. Anyway, uh... And they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, uh, Thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. Oh, that's actually a pretty good... I mean, the last part is a little confusing, but it, it's actually pretty good being like, Hey... You know, let let your children and let whatever you do uh, possess the gate of those which hate them. You know, you have a bar, you have that thing between them, between those that hate and those that love you. Um, yeah, all right, that's pretty good. I like that. And Rebecca arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Rebecca and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well Lahai Laharoi. For he dwelt in the south country, and Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. The camels were coming! The camels were coming! 
And Rebecca lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. My lord, hello! Ah, I've been waiting so much for you. And she said unto, uh, and she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil, vial, and covered herself. Not a veil, V-A-I-L, a vial, and covered herself. Uh, the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her unto, into his mother Sarah's tent, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Huh. Isn't that nice? Just, hey, mom's dead. I, I, could, I could really, I could really use a wife. You know, I, I just need to get over this. I need to, I could use a wife. That, that's something I could use. Well, all right, that's our two chapters of the day. Uh, we're going to go on with uh, chapter 25 and probably 26, uh, either later on in the week or on Tuesday or whatever, when I'm starting to really get into posting these things, which is super rad and kind of awesome. Um, yeah, exciting stuff, guys. Exciting things on the horizon. Uh, you know, Isaac now has his wife, Rebecca. Good times. Uh, Sarah died, which is sad. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, we're getting some good with the bad here going. It's starting to turn itself into a nice little bookie book. All right. Cool. Genesis, the beginning. Um, it's, it's cool. All right. And we're, we're going to be halfway after next week. Holy crap. Um, after, and this is episode 11. Super awesome. Uh, yeah, all right. So I'll be hitting this stuff up. You guys have been great. Again, if you have any thoughts or concerns, you can email me at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can find that as well as uh, my Twitter handle, at accordtostupid, uh, on the show notes, on the iTunes or wherever. And if you feel the need, and it's super awesome if you do, write a review. Say like, hey, this guy's pretty cool. It takes like two seconds. I would love a review. It would make my day. In fact, if you want to brighten up someone's day, write them a nice little review. Although, if you probably don't have anything nice to say, don't write anything at all. But if you're feeling honest, man, just go for it. Write a nice little review. Give me your thoughts. Send unto me your thoughts and concerns and your questions and, and your agreements or your disagreements and things. And uh, maybe feedback. Who knows? I don't mind. I'll read it all. I'll send you something back, probably, more than likely. And uh, it'll be wonder times, you know? Go ahead. What does it cost you? Like a little bit of your time? And you're going to do something else anyway, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, you were bored to begin with. That's probably why you came up with the whole review bit. It takes two seconds. You could do it right now. Clickety-clickety. Use your smartphone. Go, how the hell do I review on iTunes? Google, how the fuck do I review on iTunes? And it'll probably lay it out for you in stupid, simple steps. That's pretty much how I made this podcast, going, how the fuck do I podcast? And it went like, hey, stupid, here's what you do. All right, here's what you do, man. You go on to SoundCloud, right? And you go on there, and then you put your RSS feed over here, and now it's on iTunes. You put it over here, and it's on this. You put it over there, it's on that. And it just keeps on growing and growing. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many people are really listening, but I'm really hoping there's a lot of them um, slowly but surely gaining and stuff. That'd be cool. Um, haven't quite set up the Facebook group, so you guys can't argue with each other over some sort of banter and things, but right now I'm the hub of that. So eventually it will get made, I promise, um, as well as all the other videos on the YouTube space. But uh, as I told you before, I'm kind of, I'm, I, I don't have a lot of time, not a, not a lot of time on my hands between, you know, getting home from work or whatever and being tired and gross out and, and uh, waking up in the morning and doing podcasty stuff. You know, I have I have limited limited resources and limited energy. You know, if I uh, but you know what's great? You know what'd be super awesome? Maybe if you wanted me to do this full time. Maybe if you wanted all the gospel according to stupid and a lot faster sort of motion. Hell, I'd probably do this every day. I'd do this every freaking day. It'd be super cool. Well, think about it. A little bit of you know support goes a long way. It could just be a review. It could be just a, hey, good job. It could be an email saying, hey, man, I was thinking this about that chapter. It means a lot. And it makes this whole thing a lot more, uh, you know, viable than just some idiot talking to a microphone, which is me. And that's super cool. Or, you know what you could do if maybe you're like, eh, this is cool, you know, whatever. And then suddenly you have a bunch of extra cash on. You'd be like, I, I can spare a buck to this, this lonely, this hapless, lost person. 
who's trying to figure out their way by picking up the book that seems to be guiding the light for several million, hundreds of millions of people, a couple billion, I suppose, um, and maybe trying to find some truth into this whole madness from, you know, an average point of person's view. Hey, man, great. That's, uh, you know, throw a dollar. It's It means a lot, you know. Imagine the last time you found a dollar on, like, the street. Holy crap, was that, did that make your day or what? I mean, it made my day, that's for sure. Yeah. So something to think about, man. Something just to consider. And you don't have to. You don't have to do anything you don't want to. But man, it, it mean, it, it'll probably make you feel pretty good at the end, being like, I, I'm supporting this guy. This guy, I'm helping him out. And you know what? You're gonna, you're gonna get, it's a, good things come back, come around, man. Karma. Um... And hell, if you're donating seventy-five bucks a a month or whatnot, I'll 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 advertise whatever the hell you want me to advertise. I'll do whatever. I'll advertise shoes or socks or a brand new sex position you made up. It doesn't matter. This is my podcast. I'll put whatever I feel like putting on here. So just a thought, man. Just a thought. All right. Um, that was a lengthy sort of ad for support the podcast. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. This means quite a bit. Um, just, uh, keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on doing stuff and I'll update you with, uh, the, uh, podcast of next week. It'd be super rad. Super cool. All right. Toodaloo. Love you. Bye. Ah, shit. Keep on having to press the button. Hey, have you heard of www.bensound.com? No? Well, you should. And you're listening to this podcast, so you're going to listen to the shit I got to say. www.bensound.com has the songs that are on this podcast. Can you fucking believe it? It's amazing. Go check it out. This song that's on here, the one that's specifically on here, is called Sunny. S-U-N-N-Y. Go check that shit out, man.